Game Boys. Hey there, Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Game Boys podcast. Uh, my name is Lux. I'm your host. And with me, as always, it's the hungriest boy in the world. It's Griffin Davis. Justin Timberlake busts down the door and sues us for that right there. Oh, yeah. That, it was Justin Timberlake, that's right? The, that's the place where we. Yeah, he did. He did do that. That's, that's the place where we violated copyright law is yeah. that little song I did. The off key version of the McDonald's jingle is what is going to get us busted for, you know, not lifting entire songs for the history segment or anything like that that's totally fine <laughs> we are like we are forming like a copyright rivalry of like cloaked hollywood figures that are like planning our demise i bet like between james cameron and the titanic music um <laughs> now to, justin timberlake <laughs> yeah not just Timberlake. every video um, game composer for the past 10 episodes <laughs> Yeah, we're going to get sued because you ain't made it till you hate it. <laughs> well, I mean, in that case, we made it a long time ago because our podcast is awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's going to be a great episode uh, this week, Lux. We're about to introduce the guest before. It's a big new month for the Game Boys podcast, Lux. And you know why, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's I'm 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 great. It's great. And I'm very happy. Why don't you explain it? Because you're more this is really your baby. Oh, yeah. This is all my fault. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Miserable May. Now, as you know, the Game Boys have been on a quest to find the perfect games, the games that operate on every level they're trying to achieve. We've been looking for the five out of five joystick games. But this month, we are on a quest to the bottom. <laughs> we are searching for the least joysticked game ever. Yeah, we're looking for like, so as we usually ask questions like how them sticks feel, we're looking for games where them sticks feel terrible and where the mechanics make no sense and the stories are bad. Basically, if you've listened to the Wilson Smith episode about Superman yeah. 64, we're looking for a whole <laughs> month of those. Um, which I agree to do because I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, and so uh, this is how we start. So Griffin, introduce our guest and let's uh, let's get into this nightmare world. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we made we made a little post online asking people to submit what they thought would be some of the worst games ever. And we're kind of picking from that batch to see who will become the worst game of Miserable May and win the championship. Uh which, First, by the way, if you want to contribute ideas, message uh, Game Boys Pod on Instagram. Just send us your into the DMs your least favorite games of all time, and we'll talk about it on the show. We still have three more weeks of this, and the other games have not been officially picked yet. So, yeah, send us some ideas. We actually have four more weeks of this, Griffin. You picked a month with five with five recording days in it, or five release days in it. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, we're releasing on the 1st, 8th, 15th, 22nd, no. 29th. Oh, my God. I thought well, you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't. Uh, but speaking of things I do know, I know our guest kind of well. I feel like I know him. He's one of those guys where you just you feel like you know him after you hang out with him for a little bit. We've had the pleasure of doing a lot of sketch comedy together. Uh, you can see him on the sketch team Night Church at the Pack Theater or at his monthly show, the Wizardly Talk Show. What's what's the name of it? Sorry. The Wizarding World Live. The Wizarding World Live, which is a talk show uh, where he is a magician host. Very very, very funny comedian. Welcome to the podcast, Frankie Griffin. Uh, hello, fellow Griffin. Yes. You know, Griffin isn't typically Welcome a last podcast, name. Man. Thanks for coming. Oh, yeah. Well, see, it's for me, it's not typically a first name. Oh, well, well yeah, that's we're, what, we're, we're two different we're worlds. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I said it's typically a last name. Oh, oh I thought you said yeah. not typically a last name. <laughs> no, no. Well, maybe <laughs> well, I typically did. it's an animal, <laughs> Don't, to yeah. be fair. 
<laughs> normal yeah. animal, an animal, yes, a natural animal you find <laughs> yeah, in the world. A normal animal that everyone loves to see. The God's number one creation. Number one. Yeah, yeah definitely top. That's yeah. why the Greek gods are so much better because they just put all sorts of shit together. Is, is that a Greek myth? Uh, Greek? I believe griffins are Greek, yeah. I should probably know this. I'm not sure. We should know this. Um, yeah, one of us should know this. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's. I think. It, I think it is. For Greek. the folks at home, our mics are sitting on stacks of books called "Man, Myth, and Magic: An Illustrated Encyclopedia of the Supernatural," <laughs> and neither of us knows the origin of the Griffin. Oh, oh, we've. I've, I've never read these books. They are. <laughs> they are very much mic stands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mic stands with flair. Oh, apparently the Griffin. The, the Griffin is actually. Uh, yeah, it's from Egypt and Greece. Is it? mythical origin that makes sense anyways um you're not from either of those places right? i'm not i'm neither egyptian nor greek yeah uh but frankie we ask every guest this every week and so we're gonna ask you what you've been playing this week and if you haven't been playing anything this week it can be a spiritual question <laughs> you're so into that second part of the question you love that shit i'm what begging is your... for a spiritual answer well i mean i've been playing the game of who am i okay always Excellent. Um, <laughs> but Smash, because they released the level editor, which is my, f- I, I love making horrible Smash levels. Yeah. It's like impossible to play. Yeah, now, is it, is so it a complicated fun. editor or is it is it easy to pick up and just start messing around with? It's pretty easy. Um, they have some interesting physics options in there that I've been trying to figure out how to really nail down like there's some dynamic pieces like there's 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 like bomb and like lava blocks so like i made a level where there's this funnel in the upper left with a bunch of like tiny lava blocks that respawn and there's a bomb block blocking off the funnel so when you blow up the bomb block the lava blocks come down and the 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 like platforms are moving so the 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 lava blocks will fall down and Scatter through the level. Scatter yeah. and then fall off and respawn and then and you can like release them again. Environmental kill. Yes, yes, yes. Very nice. That's, Playing with that. It's very fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the level editors in Smash are really fun. I it's they're they're pretty tricky to use if you want to make a really good playable level, but if you want to yes. make like a torture chamber, it's very easy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's so easy to go negative. Yeah, yeah, it's typically hard to actually build a functional level for for you know, from like any level editor. <laughs> my favorite one shouts out to Halo Three Forge mode, baby. Oh my! Now gosh. that wasn't exactly like a full from the ground up level editor, but you could like build stuff in the levels and kind of like create your own levels. And I played that shit for hours, man. That stuff was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I used Re- to real do- Forge heads now. Forge heads. My classic was a uh, you play here's my magic three. You just create huge giant oh, maps. Nice. You just like make and then you can like what I used to do was use it to trick my brother and we play because he's six years older than me <laughs> and he's much better at the game than me. If we play on maps that I made and I'd low key make like a pod of like 55 dragons and set them to like always be ally with the first person who talks to them. Uh, and so then I just like run over and grab these 55 dragons <laughs> in the middle of the game. And he's like, what the genius. fuck? <laughs> like, Dude, I don't know why the designers made it like this. Yeah, it's it's so <laughs> crazy level, right? This level's so broken. But uh, Lux, what have you been playing this week? Um, I've been, well, I've taken a break from Phoenix Wright, the only, the best and only video game. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not not by choice, sort of, but just by circumstance. It's been a really busy time. I haven't had a lot of time on the Switch lately. So I've always been playing laptop games, but luckily I fixed Magic the Gathering Arena. So I'm back, baby. And I'm playing Magic the Gathering Arena left, right, up, down, north, south, east, west. 
sick. And I'm you're, fucking you're murder and kicking ass. Yeah. You're, you're wielding the cards well. Yeah. Well, they have this <laughs> thing. Tapping your lands. Yeah. I'm tapping lands. I'm using creatures. I'm sacrificing <laughs> enchantments and all of it. Um, yeah. No, they have a, there's a, a mode in it, like in a lot of these online card games where you can do like a draft or a sealed pact mode where you like pay a certain amount of like gems to do it. Um, and I've been able to win back my gems basically every time. So it's been a lot of fun and I've been very successful, which is nice because usually nice. the things I do aren't fun and I also do them poorly. So this is a really <laughs> sweet reversal of fortune. Getting your gems back is a very key video game moment. I remember mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the Spyro games when you could finally like beat the shit out of money bags and get all <laughs> your money back for the, all the money you've paid him throughout the game. Incredible moments like that. Really try to get the gems back if you can. <laughs> yeah. In general, in any any, sort of any situation where you can get your gems back, that's probably good. Whether Mm -hmm. you're like an exploited third world mining nation or like like the royal like a royal prince who's been robbed by a phantom thief. Or yeah, just yeah. a video game player in any of those yeah, settings. If you're, it's if you're good like to get Elon your gems Musk's back. dad who like used to like run like <laughs> diamond mines during apartheid in South Africa, get your gems back. Get your gems. Maybe back. if you're Elon Musk's dad, you should give the gems back. Actually, maybe Ooh, is the- yes. Good. That's the hashtag. Give the gems back. Yeah. yeah. Reparate. Destroy. Uh oh. He's running. <laughs> you know. You know what I hear. He's running. And by he, I mean Lux. I'm pointing at Lux. Hey, me? Okay. Uh, but Lux, I've been playing this week um, uh, more Phoenix Wright. Been uh-huh. into that. A little sure. not into certain, like, ro- weird ways you have to get through a case. So it may not be the perfect game, but it may be like a 4.9 out of 5. Wow. Are, you, are you just tight? Because sometimes the game, like gives you the answer to the puzzle and then it makes you take like four extra steps that don't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. There's just like, it's, it's hard to like process like how they want us to get through it. And it's like a very specific way sometimes. Yeah, it really is. But you got to walk that cranky, weird, sort of horny, always hungry judge through. <laughs> sort of horny. Yeah. 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 Sometimes no, he's pretty horny. <laughs> he gets horny when there's some old, to be fair, a lot of the, a lot of the the people on the stand flirt with him. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I oh. guess that's one way to go. He's very susceptible. Uh, I've been, I've been playing to- that, and then I also uh, I also uh, was part of a Overwatch birthday party uh, this oh, week. No. Uh, basically, oh, totally uh, cool. Friend of the <laughs> pod, former guest, and Colin uh, feature at uh, Bennington Grant. Of course, uh, it was fucking. He. <laughs> You know, he lives on the East Coast now, so he, he got all of his West Coast uh, brethren uh, online from about like four in the afternoon to 2 a.m. Holy smokes. Uh, and we just we just banged it out, man. Who do you mean? Uh, I mean, as uh, Mercy or Moira. Me too. Uh, nice. Yeah, Mercy. yeah I, I, I was. We, we can't get too much into this. Cause I'll talk forever. I mean, you get to the <laughs> game, but I normally main as Mercy. But as new characters have come out, um, Mercy doesn't provide as much value as like a Moira or like uh, other characters that can like also do a lot more damage at the same time and get, uh, those, get those quick picks. But Mercy is a flying German angel. Yes. That's yeah. true. When you put it like that, so. it's hard to argue with. I, yes. play as, I don't really play Overwatch because I'm terrible at it. Um, but when I do play, I play as the hamster. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. The hamster looks a lot like my hamster. In fact, 
even they have the same color hamster ball. Are you sure they're not the same hamster? Uh, not convinced. Pockets disappears for long stretches yeah, of time. time and I think character. that she's supposed to be just digging into her like bedding, but maybe she just jumps into the internet <laughs> and it is Overwatch. Pockets does sound like a sneaky alias for yeah. Oh well, killer hamster. Oh, what is that? You just used the word of the day, <laughs> which were which I think sneaky, sneaky, uh, which think makes me say I think we should get into a little bit of history. Oh yeah, about the first miserable game of May. <laughs> in the early 2000s, senior executives from Microsoft and Burger King met at the film festival Con to accept awards for their respective advertising campaigns. At a Con after party, the executives hatched a plan to produce a series of Burger King themed video games that they claimed would not be reduced to blatant advertisements. Microsoft began developing them as digital downloads, but Burger King instantly put their foot down. These were serious games, and serious <laughs> games were printed on physical discs. They wanted them to be playable on Xbox, and they wanted to sell the discs at every single Burger King. A tall order coming from a fast food restaurant corporation that had zero experience in game development, they nevertheless dumped in money to expand the staff from 15 to 80 people. The first two games, Pocket Bike Racer and Big Bumpin', were Microsoft ideas that Burger King reluctantly agreed to. But the third game, Sneak King, was entirely Burger King's creative control. And you can tell. <laughs> they fought Microsoft on every element of the game. Their singular guiding ethos being that the game and the commercials must be exactly the same. For every mechanic Microsoft would try to add, Burger King would shoot it down, claiming they didn't understand the king. Eventually, the team compromised on a vague stealth game where the king could not be harmed by anyone. The Burger King marketing run was from November 19th through December 24th, 2006. The games were available for $3.99 with any purchase of any Burger King value meal. Despite lackluster reviews from critics, over 3.2 million copies of Sneak King were sold, making it one of the top-selling games of 2006. The success of the project was also noted as a key part of Burger King's 40% increase in sales during that financial year. This week on Miserable May, it's Sneak King. So off the top, I just want to see, like, uh, this game is what they think is like the king. This is what understanding the king looks yes, like. Yes, you're living the king's life of hiding in hollowed out <laughs> logs and porta potties and presenting Burger King food products to various people. Right, that's like an ace. That's like off the top important detail is that like none of the king shit he's doing is at all king-like. It's no, extremely no, no, no. peasant quality activities. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's jester. It's a jester, right? He's, like yeah, he's he, definitely it's like more of a jester. He acts like a jester, but looks like a king. Ooh, wow. yes. he's really That's kind the of tagline for an epic drama. He's kind of like Tom the Rock Hanks. in that way. The Rock. Yeah. What? <laughs> he acts like a jester, but he looks like a king. <laughs> I, I guess sometimes kings are very muscular in yeah. your um, in your. Yeah, how do you think you want you to believe? King. You just gotta <laughs> lift. <up. laughs> Crowns are extremely heavy. Also, all he also no wait. The Rock never was king of the ring. Actually, so never mind. I take it back. So, so Frankie, so you, 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 was you mentioned before the mic cuts out earlier that you got these games from Burger King with your friends and you yes. wanted to try them all. We 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 bought all three of the Burger King video games. Sure. Big, big bumpin', which is the dumbest name possible for the <laughs> big bumpin' bumpin sounds game. extremely like a 1993 hip hop dance song. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's just a mediocre bumper car party game. And then there's pocket bike racers or something like that. Uh, but then, but Sneak King was the one that like 
that was the thorn in my paw. I spent hours <laughs> trying to get through this game. Well, the other two were the, the other two are just a formality, so that Burger King <laughs> could get to the game they wanted to make, Sneak which was Sneak King. Yeah, uh, and I was really I was really blown away by how invested they got because they dumped so much money uh, into the development of this, and and they really like this the the king is was invented to like make viral content like back in like the early to right. mid 2000s when commercials were like oh let's get weird like people like it when we get weird so the king was invented but i had no idea they cared like this much about like <laughs> yeah. the lore and character of him like to <laughs> like to to a t and well i mean i'm not even People get companies get really invested in their mascots. What's crazy about this is like the things about their mascot in which they are invested are like right. actually insane. Yeah, <laughs> they're like so his head is weird and scary. He's right. a creepy sneak boy. I also I also play this game sneak a little boy. bit. I also played this uh this game a little bit because I bought it. Uh, my friends and I went to a Burger King bought this game also yeah. in, in 2006, and it's like it's it's weirdly just like. A strange Metal Gear Solid clone, miss, but missing like, <laughs> but like missing a lot of the stuff. Like it's all about just sneaking and hiding and getting. I mean, okay. So the premise of the game, right, is that you're the king, yes, of burgers, the Burger King, and you sneak around and you go to various places and you deliver food to people. But and this is the craziest detail about the whole game: if they see you, they'll lose your appetite because you are yeah. a walking nightmare. <laughs> so like, <laughs> if they see you, they're like, "Oh, I don't want to eat anything. I need to throw up." No, oh. they, no, and it's actually the ethos of 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 the way the only way to consume Burger King food, which is so <laughs> disgusting and not made hey, for humans hey, and always, never a always, choice, always charbroiled. Would. would no, the only way to consume Burger King is to be surprised with it, yeah, is surprise. to just have it all of a sudden in your mouth and you didn't know it was happening, <laughs> but it's almost over. With extreme style and flourish. Yeah, right, yeah. He loves to they're, dance. They're admitting their product is is poison. <laughs> <laughs> right, like that's the thing is nothing about this game reflects well on Burger King as a concept. No, no If not you at think all. about it for three seconds, it's not like one of those things where like, Oh, if you really dig in, they kind of did the opposite of what they wanted. It's like on the surface level, it is right. extremely like Burger King's gross. It's delivered by a monster. If people <laughs> see him delivering the food, they get terrified and you lose. And you have to just jump out of logs and stuff food in their mouths effectively <laughs> for them to like feel good about it. It, it fundamentally it, it fundamentally makes you less hungry. Uh, which, <laughs> which is which is a really funny thing for a game that's supposed to promote fast food to do. And so you mentioned this Metal Gear Solid clone element, Lux, well, it's like, which yeah, it's is like a Metal really Gear Solid crazy taxi hybrid, basically. Right. And I, and I think a lot of that has to do with these executives like fighting any any attempt Microsoft made to try to make a video game. And I want to read a little <laughs> excerpt right here. Uh, Burger King's creative control over the game impacted its development defined as a set of rules. The first rule was that there was only one King character. Uh, in response, the developers had the idea of the Xbox avatars playing the game and finding the crown to become the king. This idea was rejected by Burger King, who said players could not become the king. The developer's next idea was to have one person be the king and other players lay traps to interfere with his deliveries. But this idea was again rejected by Burger King because the king could not be exposed to any danger. With the usual hazards and competition elements of video games removed, the developers decided upon a stealth format with no human opponents. Until we'd finished uh, the King model, we couldn't be certain the concept would gel. Fortunately, the moment he went in, we know we had created something truly unique. 
<laughs> like they thought they were making something really good. They flew the actor to England to do mocap. <laughs> Amazing. But it's just like and weird because it's England and not like Los Angeles. I know it's just some rant because it's, it's probably like five dollars cheaper. No, it, no, yeah. it's because that because Britain understands how royalty moves. <laughs> that's that's a good point. A British director would understand how a king would move. Um, extremely My stiff. big takeaway is something that I've said for a long time, which is that business people aren't people. <laughs> like they, no yep. no no real person would have these objections. Oh right. yeah, well, the, yeah, yeah. Mascot. Right. the two things the, <laughs> yeah. the first yeah. two things are like so the first game they're like they, the players search for the crown and become the king and they're like no 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 the players aren't of high enough quality of royal enough blood to yeah. become the king. They're not good enough and then to be they're king like, of Okay, fine. Well, the king's so sweet. We'll give him traps that he can avoid. Like, no, no, no. The king is sweet, but he can't do anything. <laughs> He's maybe, not competent maybe. or useful. <laughs> He's just incredible. Maybe they're all like former former secret service people who are like, oh, you can't expose the, him to danger and you can't become him. I love this idea that he is simultaneously a demigod, but also a fragile glass baby. Right. Yeah, that's what he is. I, I think we've just defined royalty. Yeah, oh, yeah that's I basically the true. deal. Everyone loves uh, everyone loves Queen Elizabeth, but if you like pushed her over, she would just explode oh, into pieces. Yeah, and she's always sneaking around. But uh, <laughs> sneak queen, sneak queen, sneak queen. Yeah, uh, it's 2019. Why isn't there a sneak queen? <laughs> yeah, sorry. What about her story? Uh, maybe we can get Brie Larson involved. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about what makes this game truly a bad game. Okay. And it's not just the ideas, but the physical way it feels to play yes. this game. So how do the sticks feel? Uh, awful. Because <laughs> the king only moves at sort of a medium jog. Yes. And you have to crisscross the map to find new challenges. So you're sort of stuck watching this, again, hamburger mascot. <laughs> yeah jog across a lumber yard yes a, a suburb a construction site no, yeah. which is basically just a lumber, lumber yard is level one level one you start in the lumber yard now, all these locations are actually based on burger king commercials which is, is why it is at a lumber mill and stuff <laughs> they're all based on specific burger king commercials uh, who could ever forget the classic burger king lumber mill commercial <laughs> yeah the but one speak, we all yeah. remember and love to think of but yeah he moved so, so slow slowly it's like when you're in a dream in a nightmare and you like can't you can't move as fast as you normally can to like react to the bad thing (laughs) but it's it's an open world game which is crazy to me i Mm -hmm. am a big fan of open world games which is partly why i got suckered into spending so much time and like dying to beat this thing but (laughs) Like there's there's an explore mode when you don't have a challenge active, you can just wander around the level and and look at the lack of interesting things they put. Yeah, just just look at the fucking giant polygons sticking (laughs) out of the ground everywhere. Um, Yeah, it's 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 like this the movement and this like shitty open world, uh, like the 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 charm of this game wears off almost immediately. (laughs) Because the first time you deliver a burger, it's pretty awesome. It's kind of fun. You like sneak up on someone, deliver the burger. It goes regular surprise. Yeah. And there's, then, a, there's a little flourish. Yeah, meter. yeah. There's a flourish meter on how to like how to like give them. A, and it's like that's fun the first time. Yeah. But then like just the mechanics of moving through this awful world make it so not fun no. so quickly. Like there is a level. There's a mission. Uh, mission 15. That's infamous in this game because it's literally broken and almost uncompletable because you have to like get it's in the cul-de-sac level you have to get enough people in this level the burgers but the people that spawn 
you only have a minute to do it and the people spawn randomly. So the spawns can be random and physically impossible to make it to each one in time. So you have to wait and keep reloading the level until the RNG works out to the people spawn in the right places for you to do it. I did that. You did that because I got to the construction zone. So that took you. I never got to the, the, the last stage because the, the other bad thing is that this game has like Mario Kart difficulty where Things aren't more challenging, just that your the like NPCs become gods who are hyper aware and it's impossible to surprise them. Right. And you have to get max flourish, max combat. Like it's just yeah. impossible to progress. Yeah. Like and that is the one, that one the one piece of the one piece of good game design within this otherwise just utter garbage can is the combo system. Um because chaining like chaining surprises and chaining combos and like the distinct the distinction between like sneaking deliveries versus like hiding deliveries and how those uh, can affect yeah, your combo yeah. chain and stuff like that's good classic sort of like skinner box game design um but everything else with this game is just fucking miserable how do you not do a combo joke there how do you not give them fries oh, and a right. drink so we got a combination like, yeah, yeah. yeah. they don't like do interact with the word combo in any meaningful way um, <laughs> which i guess is like a huge problem huge problem um, huge. the problem yeah the central deep. issue like that's a big deal but also just like like the re- the only reward you get for doing combos aside from points is this flourish meter, which only yeah. serves to boost your points and make the king do a little dance. Yeah, but the dance is actually one of the best. Yeah, the, I mean things. the dance is like, good. They flew him out for mocap and they made the most of it. I yeah, think they were like, uh, "Well, you're here. Would you mind uh, busting a move? Could you flourish <laughs> these burgers a bit, please? <laughs> yeah, can you put a little stank on this delivery for me, bud? So, so the next the next part of like. How to how like how because this game is obviously we're trying to get this game to be the worst game. Yeah, you know, we're we're hoping that this game right out the gates is the worst game we find this month. Yeah, and, and, we, and what ways does it take it that way? And right. I think one of the key ways that it might be a front runner is that this fucking game has one song. Oh, oh there's yeah. only yeah. there is only one music track in this entire game, and it yeah. plays on loop, and it is awful. Yeah, um, I, I spent probably 20, 25 hours in this game trying to f- finish it because I was damn, so offended damn, by it that dude. I wanted to beat it. Well, that I is was so also, fucking raw. <laughs> I was also in college. Uh, fair. I was, just didn't have a lot going on. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> there, you know, that, that makes more sense. Uh, I can like, yeah, 20 hour chunks of my time in college that were less useful than just playing this game. <laughs> Which is very like, depressing like, to think about. Late nights, and this was t- 2006. I wasn't 21. I didn't drink yet. So I was sober. Like, oh my gosh. This is the music, right? Yeah. I, it, Wait, put that closer, I, to, I, put that closer, closer to the microphone. Wait, closer uh, to the microphone. <laughs> This is such a bad song. <laughs> Ooh, Griffin got a oh, no. a like on Hinge. No. Why are you yelling no? Someone liked you on Hinge. That's good. Oh, Nicole it. commented on his oh, uh, answer. Oh, hell yeah, I don't dude. Think I've, I, I do a weekly video game podcast, and I've never been more humiliated <laughs> than just now. <laughs> oh, that was the best thing that's ever happened on the show. Um, <laughs> that's so good. But that song is so bad, and it's like it's not so bad. And it just plays forever. And it's not like it's it's not calibrated emotionally for the game, really. It's no. like it's not quite spooky. It's not quite sneaky. It's just like ambiently bad. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like it's 
it's anticipating something that never happens. Right, it's the beginning of a sneaky song. Yes. Yeah, and it just plays forever yeah, and ever Yeah, it's only the ever. beginning. And it's just like, what? As you're wandering around, again, a fucking lumberyard. It's like what I imagine purgatory is. It's like a lumberyard <laughs> with like King weird, like dissonant oh my God, wait, that's, horns that's in the background. That's legit that, this, that Sneak King is just a game purgatory. about purgatory. You have, <laughs> you have sins, not enough to go to hell, but too much to go to heaven right now. Yeah, yeah you're far so too you sneaky to, to be in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but you so also you do deliver food for the people. Burn it off in purgatory. Yeah, and like, so yeah. The, I mean, you know, uh, I don't know how many how many of uh, us or our listeners have read uh, Dante Alighieri's Purgatorio, but those people are just hanging around waiting yeah. in a big line. Like they need snacks. Yeah. They need snacks. <laughs> they need and snacks. You have to go they need find a newspaper and accept the challenge and give it to them. And speaking yeah, of the people, people in this a game, staple of Alicari's <laughs> divine <yeah>. comedy, <laughs> the floating newspaper that yeah, Dante is constantly classic. running into. Uh, I haven't. I'm, I'm not well read, so I can't improv off that. <laughs> um, <laughs> which uh, a point of strength, in my opinion. Uh, and I, I can't read. <laughs> Nicole agrees. <laughs> Griffin's big thing is that he's min maxing. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's like a real literacy is a dump stat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't need that. Put that on the first person shooters. I can swing my sword for like 10 seconds without <laughs> taking a break. So I think I'm good. Oh, all right. Sekiro is the game you're going for. Uh, but yeah, so the music is painful, painful in this game. The the people is what I want to talk about. The oh, people yeah, are yeah. basically like kind of like crappier Sims and they kind of have their own like <laughs> yeah. Sims language. Yeah, they speak. They speak. Uh, they speak. Uh, Maxim Games talk. The Sims. Yeah. Simlish. Simlish is Simlish. the official term. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. For some okay, stupid so, reason. So and, they, and basically they these simlish. people have these people have it's a stealth game. So these people have line of sight. Yeah. But the way they do line of sight in this game is that every person has a pool of vision that just looks like a shitty like blue smear on the ground. Yeah. Uh, and that's how they kind of like can see you. And yeah, like you mentioned earlier that they can kind of get like crazy smart or they like get, bugged yeah, in ways that's weird. just like frustrating and it's boring. Also like, the, it becomes impossible to surprise them. The line of sight visual, for me, makes it seem like the people who made this game don't know where eyes go on your head. <laughs> they only like, know where burgers go, which is in your mouth. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fair enough. It's like your eyes on your seems belly. like it's primarily downward facing, but also yes. like way wider than anyone's eyeballs could go. I feel like they didn't like build a full like splined model, so like there was no head. <laughs> point to attach to they just attached it to the torso <laughs> it's, it does seem like yeah. it's belly vision not like eye vision that would, honestly that I mean, would solve my mystery of why it is so weird for a burger game you would have belly vision yeah and so people just like uh spontaneously around the map get hungry and if you don't make it in time they just uh, collapse we have to go and find like the floating the newspapers which tell you who to go give burgers to Right, right, which is the function of newspapers. Who needs burgers? <laughs> yeah, yeah the cl- you know when you pull up the classifieds, <laughs> it's just a bunch of wanted burgers. Yeah. My name's Derek. I'm looking v for hungry. Sarah Connor so I can give her a burger. <laughs> well, okay. I guess this was pre-postmates. A Terminator like reboot of Sneak King would be pretty interesting. A- adding any more Anything, elements yeah. would make it more of a game. <laughs> Yeah, like what if Sneak King had a gun? Think about that. Think about how good that I game do. would be. 
Dude, uh, royalty, if royalty don't have guns, if anything, they have like a musket at best that they use at their firing range on their A musket would improve on the their game. Lawn. How have we not destroyed every monarchy in the world if they don't even use guns? Ugh. I do feel like they're just like on a fundamental level. Unbelievable. This, this like, like it, it had so many things that could have been fun yes, if they'd gone silly with yes. it. And that's actually the most frustrating part about it. It was I almost think, a great game. Is that it's like they're, 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 you could have made a good game based on this weird kind of silly character, uh, but they just didn't. Uh, it kind of reminds me of Game of Thrones this week. Where it's like, <laughs> oh, like you guys had a lot of cool things that could have happened and you did none of them. Uh, well, I disagree. I like that episode, although I do have some big, <laughs> I do have some uh, big problems with some parts of it, but I think it's actually mostly very good. But we can get into that off pod on the Patreon. Um, <laughs> add that to the list of things we'll maybe do if we episode. ever have a Patreon. <laughs> but yeah, so this game, like I said way earlier, it is yes, kind yes. of a a crazy taxi Metal Gear Solid hybrid in that yeah, your goal the, is like, to it, reach... It could have been so fun. Right, like that premise is like, those are two amazing games and they work together in this game. This game kind of shows that they work together in a way that is like totally cool. That like, you have to sneak around, you have to figure out where to go, set traps, whatever. You have to get to places in a certain amount of time and get into them within a certain yeah. time limit and get rewarded for that. Like, that's a cool dynamic because stealth's inherently slow. Time limits are fast. That conflict makes it very fun, easy to navigate. There's a lot of player choice built into that. That's really good game design. The problem is that everything about this game sucks ass. So, like, <laughs> the, that premise, that concept is really strong. You could so easily make a really good, ver- I mean, so easily within game terms, uh, make a really good version of that game. But this is so, so not yeah. it. My, my last thought before we go to commercial break uh, is this game started so strong with the opening live action menu. Do you remember oh, this? Oh, no. Okay. So there now it may have been on just a certain version of the game, but basically the game opens on a live action, like suburban <laughs> home at night, like driveway. And the sneak oh, no. king starts peeking from the sides of the frame oh. and he'll like peek from the left. And all of a sudden he shoots up really close to camera and it's like so funny and so scary. And I was like, <laughs> whatever this is, is about to get real. And then it just, they just followed it with yeah, well, a garbage game. But see that, and that that beginning, kind of, there's a they almost get it right because the key to this game is this thing I keep going back to, which is that the reason you have to sneak is because people can't stand to look at you, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they hate you and they hate Burger King food, right? Like they're they, not they they're hate hungry the until they see you, at which point they're like, "Oh, my stomach turned inside out. I have to leave." <laughs> um, and so I like that's what like I would le- like leaning into that is so much fun, and like they kind of almost do like that mechanic is that. That intro very much speaks like the king is kind of spooky and weird. Like that's sort of, I feel like where they need this game to go. And instead it's just like nothing happens. Yeah, it's because of the fucking businessmen, man. They yeah. like, <laughs> you could tell that they, that they had the tools and the interest in making a good game. And then the rich people said, make it shitty. Yeah, no, I mean, that happens a lot in, in, <laughs> in these kind of things for sure. I mean, like you said, there's a, there's a certain, if, one thing that's true about about sort of like any kind of like artistic pursuit is that like if you're not a fan of the th- type of thing that you're doing and have not mm-hmm. interacted with it before, then you don't know what makes people like it. And so then the, these executive guys who, I'm sh- who surely have not played a ton of Metal Gear or whatever are like, <laughs> what they love to do is sneak around. So just let them sneak around and they'll be fine. Who needs anything else? They love to sneak around these kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> I actually disagree. I think that no one loves the king more than those executives, and that was the downfall. Yeah, they, 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 well, they, they were too the, attached. Yeah, they love the king and do not like the and do not understand games. And yeah, so, their love for the king yeah. uh, obfuscated everything. They, else. they would never expose him to danger, <laughs> even <laughs> fictional video game. Yeah, danger. and certainly none of us lowly players are worthy of becoming the king. No. <laughs> so yeah, God no. forbid. No, no, we da- we we do not. Uh, we do not have the blood right. We uh, daren't of, of, of that sneaky <laughs> fiefdom. Okay, well, before um, I want to go to Porsche, because there's one question I wanted to ask okay, you guys, which is okay. this: Okay, what if you had to sort of like superimpose a narrative on this game? What's this game about? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why? Oh, that's tough because. The locations are so random. It's it's a lumberyard, a <laughs> cul-de-sac, a construction site, which is very akin to a lumberyard, and then like a hopping downtown area. Yeah, so it's like, what, like uh, to my mind, I've got this whole... I think ugly. it's about political correctness, and it's, <laughs> and it's a direct uh, rebuttal. It's a rejection of SJWs. Yeah, oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. sure, he's like going around. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Game. He's sneaking around. <laughs> And he's delivering hamburgers to vegetarians. He's and delivering vegans. red pills to the people. Oh my he's, god! He's, he's delivering red, red pills everyone. to the people <laughs> waiting to wake up. Oh my god! So the king is really sort of like an Alex Jones type figure, <laughs> um, but sneakier. Alex Jones could never pull off the level of calves that the king has. That's I mean, true. his legs are slender as hell. But his torso is a giant barrel. And I've seen <laughs> Alex Jones' legs in person since he lives in the same city as me. And they're not. Oh, that's right. They're You're not small. Alex they're Jones. not small, dainty legs. They're. Oh were you, yeah. Were you at dogs. the fried chicken restaurant? No, that he got yet no. Screamed my out friends. Of. My friends were the people who took that video. That's yeah. awesome. I knew someone. I was like waiting for someone I knew to just start screaming <laughs> at Alex Jones on that video. Uh, yeah, Alex Jones came into my restaurant when I worked in Austin, oh. and he was totally normal. Uh, and he was with his because I think he was with his family. Uh, but it was really it was a letdown. Like I wanted him to tell me the secrets. <laughs> well, he's basically been. Slowly but surely, just admitting to being a professional wrestler this whole time, he's like, he's like, it's just this thing that I do. Yeah, like, actually, I'm just, he's like very I've much just been in the slamming like, liberal, liberal media. That's what I've been doing. He's just getting increasingly close to the line of like when Hulk Hogan was like, Hulk Hogan is a ten inch penis, but Terry Bollea does not. Like, <laughs> I'm just putting the deep state in a chokehold. Damn. The ultimate, uh, the ultimate move. All right. Well, on that note, now that we've now that we've gotten our obligatory reference to Hulk Hogan's hog into this the pod, break, don't we? All right, so um, after the commercial break. Let's talk about commercials. Eat burgers. Hey Lux, I've been noticing you've got really nice calves lately. Yeah, well, I used to play hockey as a kid, and I still get some workouts for the wrestling stuff, and I walk a lot. So yeah, they're pretty well formed, I guess. They're the only part of me that's in good shape, honestly. I don't know. Natural sports and childhood memories, I don't think that's what is your secret. Well, it's childhood sports. It's not the memories. That's... <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. I think you're holding out on me, bud. I think that you've been using an all-new personal trainer. Um, well, I have been working with someone. I guess maybe if you're looking for someone, I know it doesn't really make sense because he lives here, but maybe he can introduce you. He probably should probably put you in touch, huh? I'm all over the world. <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> on he's prisonplanetworkout.com. 
Oh, he's right here. Oh, uh, yes, this is my this is my trainer. It's Alex Jones. He's helping Super me with my calf vitality. Good to see you, Lux. <laughs> hey, thanks, Alex, for coming. Griffin uh, has calf has calf confidence crisis, and I think he could really use your help. Typical liberal soy boy. <laughs> it's tough, but I can whip him into shape. Yeah. Now, I I, I do I, I do believe in plant based patties, and um, I believe that uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets uh, is a good movie. No, 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 no. See, you, 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 you've been brainwashed by the mainstream media. I don't love Trump, but I would die for him. What you got to do <laughs> is suck the blood out of your enemies, inject it into your calves. That's the system. Oh, okay. That actually makes a lot of sense because they're looking just so plump and, 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 and firm. Thank right. you. Yeah, thank that's you. The, the, my my cat. The thing with my calves is it's not as much muscle as it looks like. They're mostly just filled with blood and water. Blood, bread, blood. Now, what I really like about uh, this service, Lux, is that you you can try it on for uh, one week for free, and if you don't like it, uh, Alex Jones will just continue living at your house. Yeah, and if you do like it, he will too. So it's a weird deal. It's a win-win, win-win for Alex. So you might as well just take the take the, the service because he's gonna be there either way. Uh, so go to was it Prison Planet? Prison Planet Workout and use Prison the promo Planet code uh, Dealing with a Divorce, which is exactly. a, little, a little specific <laughs> and weird. Also, promo code Meltdown will work. <laughs> um, just make sure you go to prisonplanetworkout.com uh, slash gameboys before, uh, before you put in the promo code. Oh, yes. Use the special URL yeah, to get a referral bonus. Yeah, we kind of we need that. Listen, gamers, the calf is the male tit. And you, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you boy, should, you boy should you go to jail for saying that. <laughs> Hey there, and welcome back to the Game Boys Podcast. My name is Deluxe, I'm still your host, your co-host is still Griffin Davis, your guest is still Frankie Griffin, and we are still talking about the Sneak King, but this is the part of the show where we give our final thoughts and rate that game, boys, girls, and friends beyond the binary. So here is how that works. We're going to go in a circle starting with you, Frankie, since you are the guest, and we will give a final sort of like recap of our thoughts and a rating on a scale from one to five joysticks. Should we do something different, some different scoring thing for Miserable May, or are we just looking for least joysticks possible? Yeah, yeah. Are we going to do least joysticks, or are we going to do most, uh, like, I don't know, like Game Boy color cables or something. What if we do do, um, most like most broken controllers from throwing it at the wall? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, Why don't we do why don't we do one out of five plug pulls? Yeah, sure. One out of five (laughs) plug pulls. That's so grim. AKA the time when you wanted to just rip the console out of the wall because you were so well, why don't angry we just call at the game. One out of five rage quits. Okay, let's do, all right. Mm. So on a scale from one to five rage quits, how much is this game the worst? Five rage quits because if even if you take the time to master the mechanics and how it works, the game starts cheating so hard that like even like you can't even finish this terrible game if you've decided to hate it. Like yes, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, once you're like angry enough, you're like, I'm going to beat you. They're like, yeah. well, now you're trapped. Well, forever. sorry, everyone has inf- <laughs> has infinite vision and has no hunger for burgers. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you want your Griff? Yeah. Uh, so, so I was thinking a lot of try like contextualizing this game with like what I gave Superman 64, mm. which was just like a fundamentally awful game. And I believe I gave it a one out of five joysticks. I think we all did, right? Lux, we I, all gave it one out of five, I believe. I one or one. Yeah, I think it ones. I think ones or twos. So it was very low. Yeah. Um, now for this game, it's like you 
like our, our guest Frankie did a great job at trying to bring one of the worst games because it hits a lot of the check marks to be the worst game fundamentally broken mm-hmm. like levels and missions that like are actually impossible to beat without a random load RNG time uh, just like god shit awful graphics and controls uh, we never talked about how slow he is to so get slow. in and out of a yeah. bucket or a, uh, like a, 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 oh, a yeah. cart or something um, and then like fundamentally doesn't do what I think the intention was, which was to, well, it, weirdly it did though. It, 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 it increased their <laughs> sales sale. momentarily. So I guess it did achieve what they were trying to go for, but it didn't make me want Burger King anymore no, no. or anything like that. And then just like on a level, it feels like a fundamentally a missed opportunity to make a sillier, more fun game because I do think the sneak King is a funny character. Yeah. Um, but the reason that I can't give this the full five is because this game inherently still does make me laugh like Uh, like in a way that like when i play superman 64 i did not (laughs) laugh like i was just angry um and and so for that i'm actually gonna give it uh i'm gonna give it 3.5 out of five rage quicks for that Um, oh makes sense i'm gonna go close to griff i'm not quite the same i'm gonna give it four out of five here's why this game you gotta go with your final thoughts first and then the rating i do it the way i do it dog i freestyle (laughs) over here Um, I thought you were going to have a good excuse and then your excuse was I do it the way (laughs) the good excuse is I was constructing a paragraph that you interrupted and then it all got derailed sorry Um, all the stuff you all said is true my thing is that they albeit probably by mistake put forward a coherent idea of who the king is which is like (laughs) this weird pervert pervert who feeds people hamburgers like (laughs) sneaks around and like that is like endemic to the narrative in its weird way and like I don't know if it's on purpose, but it it is there. Like there's like a yeah. thing that makes sense. Like it's not one of those games where it's like do X, Y, Z and then uh, do ABC and then X, Y, Z happens. There's no reason why there's a clear connection between like feed them hamburgers. Then they're less hungry if creeped out by you that's or they true. see you and they're terrified because you're a monster. Like that's <laughs> a story that like or at least a mechanical like sort of ludology that makes sense to me. Everything else sucks total fucking ass. But the fact that there's like a coherent thing that makes sense, like you compare that to Superman 64 just flying through rings. It's yeah, like, yeah, why, yeah. Which is nonsense. Why am I doing this? I'm Superman. <laughs> what the fuck is this about? Um, whereas this like, in, there's some way in which this makes sense in a way that Superman 64 never could. So I'm going to give this a four out of five. I think Griffin's right to situate sort of Superman 64 is right now are like holy grail of terrible games. I feel like that's a that's a solid bar. Yeah. And so I think if we're comparing it to that, I'd give this a four out of five rage quits. Yeah, we're really looking for something. We're looking for someone to come at the king. Uh, <laughs> and I guess the sneak king was out kinged. Out kinged. <laughs> Truly out kinged by Jorel. <laughs> Kal-El, rather. Joel's his dad. His father? Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's, that's, sorry, that's a Russell Crowe. My, my inbox just crashed from angry emails. Uh, those emails we love They're to get. They're all from Nicole. <laughs> Nicole's just like, actually, that's his dad. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, <laughs> that was it for the ratings. Now it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Man, entirely out of segments. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the segment segment. This is the part where Griffin and I present our guests with segments that we have created, which are usually little stupid <laughs> games that we all play together. Griffin, what is your segment this week? That's right, ladies, gentlemen, and people beyond the binary. Welcome back to Two Truths and a High. Oh. This is the game where I do facts about the game that we just played and their development. Two of them are true facts. One of them is something I wrote when I was high. <laughs> um, now. 
Unfortunately, this, tough. this, game this is- segment is going to be slightly ruined because our guest read one of my facts off the wiki, uh, which was that the king goes to get motion capture in, in oh, London, uh, which was one of my facts. So now you guys literally have a 50-50 shot Ooh, at getting this right. This is good because okay. I always lose at this game, so I'm fucking so hyped <laughs> to get this handicap. Fact number one, following Microsoft's trend, Sony developed a PlayStation game with fast food restaurant Subway starring their famous personality mascot, Jared. Luckily, the game was never finished. Fact number two. Former White House strategist for President Trump, Steve Bannon, was one of the overarching investors in video games like Sneak Uh, King. Those those both make a lot of sense. I gotta say Steve Bannon. It it could not make more sense to me that Steve Bannon paid for the Burger King video game. Yeah. So what you're saying that that's the real that's one? That's the real one. So I think Which the, one's the fake one? The other one. The subway one. The subway one. one. I don't know. I don't know because I I, I could see a stupid corporation being like, we got to do the exact same thing they did and then doing it with PlayStation instead. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, that's tough. Yeah, but okay, here's that's my tough. pitch. Steve Bannon literally looks like Burger King hamburger meat. He does look like a hamburger <laughs> man. He's a, he's a hamburger man. Which is why I'm he has got go a with, big steak in it, because he's made from it. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, this, the, 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 the Subway one being real. I think the Subway right. one is the real I, one? I go the other way. I think Subway one's fake. Well, for one of the first times ever, Lux has won. Yes, I did it! Lux, if anyone, knows his Bannon. <laughs> look, man. <laughs> Spend, Dude, that's the thing about Bannon is Bannon has actually because he's invested in Hollywood films and, and like entertainment industry for like the last 15 right. years because because actually most of the money behind these liberal arts is these like conservative dudes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you know, you don't prank call all right radio shows for almost two years and uh, not learn a thing or two. Oh, did you? That's uh, awesome. I, I still do sometimes. Check out Not Even a Show on YouTube. Um, okay. Okay, now it's time for my segment, and it's everybody's favorite game about analingus. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another round of Do They Eat Ass? This game is a game where I will present you with three options, and you guys will choose whether or not these various characters do or do not eat ass. Uh, okay. You can decide this whether it is through constructive conversation or combative conflict if you disagree. Ooh. The options this week are fast food mascots. So we've got, of course, oh, yeah. the Burger King. Ronald McDonald and Wendy. Oh, Wendy. Interesting. Interesting. I thought about doing Ronald McDonald and Grimace, but then that felt redundant. Yeah, Grimace gobbles ass. Haley out. So Ronald McDonald has that like weird smear around his face. (laughs) Alphabetical alphabetical order. Sorry, sorry. Alphabetical order. We start with the Burger King. Okay. I I think that the Burger King executives who made the game would agree that the Burger King does not eat ass, but he's he's, but he's not offended by it. He's the Sneak King. He's the Sneak King. Yeah. yeah. So you think the Sneak King? So you think Sneak King does not eat ass? I think he doesn't, but he's not um, averse to people who do. True. He's, he's like, sort of the the corporate neutral, <laughs> classic neoliberal. For me, <laughs> yeah. which I just found out was a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> so for me, Lux, the King is is less uh, like a human with like sexual interests <laughs> and like an more like an entity that yes. roams the earth. Delivering uh, it's like It's like the children of men in Game of Thrones. Like it's like- <laughs> the Children like, of the uh, forest? Uh, children of the forest. Children of the forest. Like yeah, an, an ancient spirit that's existed long before and will exist long after us. And I think for that reason, it's a no. Okay, word. I was, uh, my written down answer, because I do answer these first, um, <laughs> was, was, was a big fat yes, because like I said before, I feel like he's a big old pervert who feeds people hamburgers, and I feel yes. like there's a natural 
sort of follow-up activity uh, if you've read enough of uh, <laughs> follow-up activity to eating hamburgers and eating ass. Well, if you're a gross pervert, I think you can see how you get from A to C. <laughs> you can see the, you can, you can, you know, see how you get there. Look for work. I poked around some Marquita Sod stuff and read some parts of 120 Days of Sodom, oh, so I got some yeah. weird shit in my head right now. For work, you read the Marquita yes. Sod. Well, I didn't. I decided that that wasn't a good angle for the piece we were working on, so I stopped reading it as soon as I was like, oh. "Where do you work?" Uh, it's a website called Wisecrack. We do okay. Politic- we do uh, pop culture analysis and like media study okay. stuff. Main- mainly poop eating. <laughs> no, they. Um, I try to get poop eating into the show. They are. Uh, they object often. Um. Anyways, now next on the list, Ronald okay. McDonald. Does Ronald, Ronald McDonald eat ass? Griffin, I remember you had you had one in the chamber for this. Well, Griffin was bringing up the makeup situations. Yeah, yeah, I was bringing up the makeup situation around around his mouth. I was always a little confused uh, what was going on there. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not quite the clown smile. Uh, not quite no. Not no, just a, just an amorphous circle <laughs> around his mouth. Right. And I feel like you would get that if you were rubbing your lips in an anus for like hours. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think, uh, I mean, it says it right on the sign outside McDonald's, billions and billions served. served. He's definitely the. <laughs> yeah, he's got in the mix. That, this yeah. one's easy. Clowns are perverts by default. Oh. <laughs> and, 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 and we don't always. People who eat ass aren't perverts. Oh, I think they, you are being a little sex negative. I think that no, I think being a pervert's fine as a self-identifying sex weirdo. I think it's totally fine to be a pervert. <laughs> Look, there's good. Okay. There's good perverts on both sides. There's good perverts oh. on all sides. <laughs> Because don't just say both. It's not. It's a. It's a spectrum, not a binary. Um. <laughs> anyways, yeah, I think he's a fucking freak, man. Clowns are fucking freaky weirdos. I don't. Yeah, he's weird. I just feel like there's not a clown on earth that just is into vanilla sex. I guess is my point. <laughs> I think there's that zero percent of clowns. I feel like you have to make this documentary now. Yeah, I the sex see. lives of clowns. Well, I know a couple people who went to call clowns. it like honka honka or something. Oh my god, just call it a. <laughs> um, hell yeah that's a really good idea and last but not least let's talk about Dave Thomas's sweet sweet daughter Wendy does she eat ass is she 18 Ugh. by now for sure <laughs> by na- uh, yeah by now definitely uh, also, but, by yeah. now, maybe dead um, but we're gonna get into that <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it, it's tough it, this one's tough Lux because the advertising is of like what like a teenage girl yeah. no, no they've or, done like older Wendy stuff now with like the red headed lady okay, who's so, like going okay. around so, like hey for the salad. purposes of this segment we're all talking about an like a post-college wendy yes, a legal adult wendy yeah. yeah and honestly i don't even feel like 18 is legal anymore have you talked to an 18 year old <laughs> like it should be illegal for them to talk to it's anyone like 27 yeah honestly yeah i'm looking for someone in their 40s <laughs> to go to <laughs> jack in the box at, with, lives at with the no trees retirement home <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's, Nicole's like, hey, do you want to grab some buffet before I go meet my grandkids? And Griffin's like, yes. Yeah, we're fucking. We're we have a reservation at Luby's. They they don't they don't take reservations. Uh, all right, they all do right, for me though. Does she eat ass? Yeah. I feel like, uh, um, I don't know that she does. You know what? I bet for the right partner, she would. Yeah. I think she's like, yeah, I feel like she's like going out and like she's like working at she's like working at the restaurant. Yeah, she's going out. She's Disney. protesting the Vietnam War. Uh, and then she's she's going back she hates home Nixon. and she hates Nixon and she loves Frost. And <laughs> 
Oh, that's why it's called a Frosty. Yeah. <laughs> she, she named it after Rose. She named it Prosecutor. I think so. My Consider answer cracked. So my my yeah my logic and yeah my logic and reasoning leads me to a hard yes. Interesting. interesting. Yeah, I mean, I I think I agree. I think that she's like a. I'm more I'm more on 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 Frankie's side of this of like the reasoning for yes. She just seems like an amenable human being. You know, <laughs> yes, she seems she, amenable. She just seems like yeah. You know, she like her partner's like, look, this is the thing. I kind of need you to do this for a little bit for this like work. And she's like, all right. Although we didn't think of this, she serves square patties, so maybe she's very. Oh, maybe she's L7. a seven. Oh, maybe she's a fucking nerd. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. In this world of circular patties, she's a rebel. <laughs> okay, and that's true. <laughs> oh my god, there's so many angles to take on this counterculture, one. Wendy. That's why she hates Nixon in the Vietnam War. Oh, she's yeah, Nixon squ- loves a round patty. Nixon, Nixon loves, loves a round, round patty. Famously, a round yes, patty man. Big round patty guy. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. Well, Watergate hinged on square <laughs> patties. <laughs> Yeah, actually, that's how they built it. Oh, I was going to make a joke about the hotel that's architecture. Why, that's but that why was... the Mueller report failed. Uh, Trump likes McDonald's. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, anyways, <laughs> that was a very good riff. This has been a very good episode. And Frankie, you've been a very good guest. Where can oh, the people you. who are on the Internet find more of you, presumably on the Internet or in real life? I'm Frankie G Baby on pretty much every platform. Uh, Wizarding World Live has its own Twitter where I tweet as the wizard. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes I I get too political as a wizard, but it's fun. Uh, so yeah, follow me on there. It's every fourth Saturday at the Pack Theater here in Los Angeles. If you're in Los Angeles, hell yeah, Griff Dog, give oh, them the data. Know. You know, it's going to be a very similar social media tag. Uh, Griffin P. Davis uh, on the old Instagrams and Twitters and stuff. Or go to Dad's new apartment on YouTube and subscribe. <laughs> um, and remember to check out at Game Boys Pod on Instagram and leave a five-star rating or review. This is from a CardsFan21. Says, this pod slaps. Rare to find an actually funny video game podcast. Five stars. Nice. Thank you, Cards fan. Super cool. And if you want us to read your review, I'll read literally anything you write as long as you give me five stars and <laughs> don't use the N-word. Um, yeah, don't think you're going to slide that one by me, Internet. I'm ever vigilant. Um, but please leave a five-star review. Leave a rating. Uh, leave a rating and a review. It helps other people find the show. It helps us get it out there to people, which is awesome, um, and helps us build the thing that we're doing, which is very, very cool. Also, make sure to check out Party World Wrestling on Facebook. Very soon, the Indiegogo is going to go live. You'll be able to donate and get cool shirts and other cool, cool. shit um, and then stay tuned because I'm going to be making I think 10 videos in promotion for this one so wow. get ready to see some weird shit <laughs> uh, and last but not least remember to check out Wisecrack and not even a show on YouTube to see this stuff that I also do um, which is cool stuff um, and that is it for us today my name is Lux I'm your host your host Griffin Davis your guest is Frankie Griffin well that's a weird one to do back to back your editor <laughs> producer is Haley Clement your intro after music by Matthew Morton your art is by Brittany Metz goodbye internet we love you very much bye good luck Nicole <laughs> Sneak King <laughs>